Parenting Your Child in Recovery, the podcast that speaks the truth about your child's recovery. Relapse is not normal. Phony success rates can't define where your family wants to be in 5, 10, or 15 years from now. And most importantly, your child is not an addict. From 9 to 5, been biting my tongue for all this time, won't let anyone cut me short. I was thinking this was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life, no one be no good My name is Richard Jones RN, and this is Essential Change, the podcast, episode 95. Today, I want to go over a question I'm going to be putting out in some posts and everything, and I kind of got this by way of conversation with somebody that I'm very close to, and this is the question. Knowing what you know now, if you could talk to every family of a young adult in addiction or recovery, what would you tell them? How would you tell them? And why would you tell them? And we started going over this, and there's so many. The variables are obviously uncountable. When you meet someone, is it someone that you know? Is it someone that you want to know? Is it someone you feel sorry for? There's so many variables. So I wanted to put that question out to more than just a few people and maybe get some of their experiences with it. Because when you talk to a family, and I want to be very specific what I mean by that, a family of a young adult in recovery. That means anybody who is very uh, important in their support network, usually parents, but could be aunts, uncles, or any other family, could be an adult, adult that's responsible for them, could be anyone that is or feels that they're in charge of or a basic part of their network. You have to understand that when you're speaking to them, there are so many other variables in their life that put this this situation in an order of precedence. Some people, even though they find it extremely important, it's not the most important thing to them. And if you ask them, is it the most important thing to them? A lot of them would say yes, but when we take that that life out and look at it and put it on paper, we see that there's they have many other pressures. But when you go to talk to them about this, you make the assumption that they're holding that in the, the most highest esteem. And either consciously or subconsciously, they may or may not be doing that. So when you go to impart your knowledge on them, your situational knowledge, how are they feeling about it? How are they, how are they going to take it? And what results are you looking for? Some people want to tell people things and use their what they call their great experience. And then when someone doesn't react to it, you know, they, they might take an attitude or they may not give them the honest, cold, hard truth. So that goes into how would you tell them? Why would you tell them is another issue. Some people really feel a stance against the addiction, a stance for the recovery a stance for the actual personal people and family situation, a particular real hard, real strong feeling for the actual young adult in recovery. So there's, there's a lot of different variables. So I really wanted to put that out there. What would you tell them? How would you tell them? 
And why would you tell them? What would you tell them? Well, that depends on, obviously, your experience. Some people have an experience of where they've dealt with this situation. Some people's experience is just because they have a personal grudge or vendetta against the situation, the fight, the actual addiction, and they want to you know, curb or delay or ease people's pain. There's so many different levels to what we're talking about here. And a lot of times when I speak to people, they want to eliminate or reduce some of the pain and a lot of times some of the confusion that goes along with the entire process. A lot of people who have been through it and help people through it understand that the, the confusion in the process is, is so vast. And the misinformation on purpose, by accident, the misinformation is tremendous. So you want to dispel some of that misinformation. You want to teach people some methods that you are pretty sure will work. And yet at the same time, all of us that have been involved in the situation understand that what will work and what won't work is very customizable. It's extremely important to understand that you never 100% know where people's switches are, where their buttons are. You don't know. You know that there's a terrible problem. You know that you've had some successes, some bumps in the road, some open doors, some closed doors to things that would help. You understand that? And you, most people that I talk to desperately want to make a difference. They desperately want to make a difference. And that goes to the why you would tell them. They, they want to make sure that they make it just a little bit easier on the family, just a little bit easier on the young adult. And most of what I'm telling you, I'm referring to volunteer and lay people, uh, getting into the professionals of why they do it. It's a much different reason. Some, when you're in the field, you understand that some people have those same reasons, just as strong and just as stronger, added with, obviously, some time and training. And that goes more to why they are into it. But specifically, why do we tell specific people, specific families, why do we tell them? What's our motivation? What do we hope to get out of it? The whys. Why are we trying to help? Not just because we're humanist, but our personal reasons for telling personal people in specific situations. So, question again. Knowing what you know now, if you could talk to every family of a young adult in addiction and or recovery, what would you tell them? How would you tell them? And why would you tell them? Again, my name is Richard jones Oren, and I represent secondstars.com. That's the number two, N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. Helping the complete family and support networks of young adults in recovery by installing a permanent self-refueling transformation starting from day one. We do this without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes by installing, identifying, customizing, and strengthening the relationships between the clients, the support networks, and the helping professionals. Again, secondstars.com, 
number 2ndstarts.com. Soon to be joined after the first of the year by secondstartstv.com and our Facebook page for families and helping professionals, Essential Recovery for the Families of Young Adults. So everybody, let's get out there and help someone get better, help someone stay better, help someone be better. Thank you for joining us on Parenting Your Child in Recovery, a podcast for the families of young adults in recovery. For more information, go to secondstarts.com. That's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S.com and our Facebook group, Parenting Your Child in Recovery. And if you or someone you know loves a young adult in recovery and want a customized premium change to recovery without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes, please go again to secondstarts.com, the number 2ndstarts.com, and book a free call. Thank you. Did last night what I do remember that it was real, real life. Talks about me.